You're listening to the podcast, No Expectations, where we discuss all things spiritual. My name's Andrew, a lifelong Zen Bodhisattva, recovering yogi, yoga instructor, and author. And I'm here with my friend and student, Jen. I'm a busy mom, a cyclist. I love to spend time in nature and on my mountain bike and a yogi. I've been asking myself bigger questions about being on a spiritual path. And I've been asking Andrew a lot of bigger questions about this journey. And we invite you to join us on it. Maybe we'll make you laugh. Maybe we won't. No expectations. Try anything new? All right. So I was thinking about the phrase, don't try. Um, I was... I've been a big fan of Charles Bukowski and his writing for for a long, long time. Um, and don't judge me for that because uh, <laughs> he is not for everyone. I will admit that. Um, but when he was speaking to some um, writers later in his life, and they asked him, you know, how he finds his inspiration and what he does and his um, ways that he... Uh, sits down to write, he said, don't try. And I think from a spiritual standpoint, that's applicable as well. Um, That the more we try, the more we grasp, and the more we want to be on this journey, the more it kind of runs through our hands like water, Mm -hmm. right? Um, And working with um, these high-performance student-athletes recently, um, you know, they're 17, and they're just finding their way into meditation. And um, I'm sure many of them think it's kind of goofy and silly and all that stuff. But there are a few who are, are finding their way, and they're um, they're working hard. And the other day when I sat down and we meditated as a group, my advice to them was don't try. How did they respond? with some very inquisitive looks because their entire day, every day of playing tennis is what their sport is, is they're told to try harder, work more, be the best, be the best, go for the top, Mm -hmm. excel. And if you're not doing those things, you're, 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 you're just not working. Mm. Mm Mm-hmm. And it was probably the first time in their young lives that someone said, don't try. And I'm not saying that's in everything in life, but in this instance where you're sitting down to trying to meditate, because the more you do try, the more it runs away from you. Mm-hmm. And um, the, do you understand what I'm saying about that? Yeah, yeah. That. I- I guess having a goal, right? Um, hearing, you know, what if we're going to talk about meditation, um, the permission to not have a goal, just just be, just sit and and experience that moment as it is, without trying to grasp for enlightenment or grasp for, you know, healing, or whatever it is you're looking for, and. Uh, don't try or um, yeah I just see that as permission to just exist without 
permission and, and advice. You know, um, a lot of people, um, they've listened to our other podcasts about meditations in the new year. And I've had students who I teach in person come to me and say, okay, I really want to adopt meditation practice into uh, the 2023. Um, and they say, where do I start? How long is it going to take? And when can I get there? And, you know, what's, you know, what's the fastest way? And when I say stuff like don't try to them, they, again, what are you talking about? I, I asked you a question. I want you to answer it. Yeah. <laughs> don't try. Don't try. Um, and, you know, if you listen to the podcast about meditation, we, we talked about, you know, sitting in for short periods of time. That's a not trying. Like if, mm-hmm. you, if you say, I'm going to sit down for three hours, that's trying. That's, that's, trying. that's overreaching. Yeah. If you try to consciously clear your mind... That's trying. Like, I'm not going to think about anything. Mm-hmm. That's difficult. But if you just show up, sit down, see what happens. Yeah. I, yeah, that, that made sense to me, too. Instead of, you know, having a goal of, I'm going to try meditating this year. <laughs> Throw it up against the wall and see if it sticks. Um, just, you're just meditating. Well, show you get, showing up to meditation. Yeah, I think if you show up with a goal, then you're going to be frustrated. Well, I haven't, I haven't attained that goal within a certain amount of time. Then this thing must be rubbish. I'm going to throw the whole thing out because I'm no good at this. This thing is silly, and you, you know, you lose the opportunity. Mm-hmm. So if we show up, say, I'm not going to try that hard. And if I do, if I sit for three minutes or three hours, and I get something out of it or get nothing out of it, that's great. Right. Yeah. I early on throughout my meditation practice, it was just I, I wrote about it in my journals quite often of how hard the process was. Mm-hmm. That I often got discouraged to myself because I was trying so hard to develop this meditation practice that similar to what you had, and where you just you know it sounded like it was so easy for you. To just I sit and meditate every day, and that's what I do. <laughs> and, and period, there was no like, yeah, I sit in meditation to seek this or to find this, and um, conditioning myself to stop trying and just be there took so much work. But mm-hmm. and and some of the work was hard, and some of it was easy. And you know, some days I would get up out of meditation and discouraged that I couldn't sit still. That was one of my biggest challenges. Was Stopping the tapping of my toes, and my fingers, and my you know, legs, and you know, eyes, and um, slowly I would find myself like giving up, and then coming back. Like, All right, let's try it again. No, that's where it was. <laughs> yeah, no, but the, the showing back up was it because mm-hmm. we can easily walk away. We can easily roll up our our blanket and you know put our uh, zafu or, or pillow in the in the in the closet and not come back to it. Mm-hmm. But knowing, like the day before you'd, you you left and you were a little upset with yourself for the wrong reasons, mm-hmm. and coming back again and sitting, yeah, that's that's where the real work is right there. Just the opportunity to come and sit again, try it again. Try. See if it, I, know I can't just, can't stop saying try, but it's baked into the cake, it, right? It it's just baked. Do or do not. There is no try. Oh please! <laughs> no Star Wars quotes here, please. It's too late. Sorry, come out. <laughs> um, 
That's my advice. Mm-hmm. Moving forward, whenever you sit down, whenever you're going through the spiritual things in your life, don't try to force it. Am I forcing, uh, are we forcing uh, a goal to have silence in our minds? Are we foreseen no thoughts? I don't know. Some of the questions I got when you sit, about meditation. So what happens yeah. when, when, let's say, if we were doing yoga asana together and we're just moving through asanas and maybe a, a very simple vinyasa class where we're just constantly moving, trying to link breath and movement together. Mm-hmm. Tell me about what happens in your mind when you take a class like that. Mm. Um. Well, it, it depends on where I'm taking this class. But if I'm, I'm taking a class at a regular studio, my my goal is to drown out the noise, uh, whether the teacher's playing music or you know the people beside me or the mirror that's in front of me, um, and close my eyes and just. I didn't ask you what your goal was. No, you didn't. What did I you ask? I asked you what's saying? going on in what's your mind. What's going on in my mind? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, there was a time when the thoughts going through my mind is, am I doing this right? Mm-hmm. Oh, my God, I'm not doing this right. I can't do that. <laughs> or, yeah. So were you thinking about other things in your life? Were you thinking about the past and the future? Mm, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. Hold, hold on. So you, let me get this straight. So you're taking my class. <laughs> yes. And we're doing yoga asana. Uh-huh. At a, at a, and it's been a while since she's it's, taken it's, over my vinyasa's yeah, class. There's a reason why. So, yeah. <laughs> Just playing. But... So you're telling me at that time that you were still thinking about what had happened yesterday and were thinking about what was going to happen in the future and, hold on, and <laughs> and thinking about, is he going to come over and correct me because if I'm doing this right or wrong? Did you re- Simultaneously, you were doing all of this. In the beginning of my yoga journey and taking classes and getting back into yoga, absolutely. Like my brain was full of thoughts of... Of being in this class and and okay, so uh, in the yeah. beginning, so yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's say maybe later on, after later a few on. years, what, what's your, what are your thought processes going on in a um, in a vinyasa type class? Oh, how soon can I uh, uh, remove all the distractions and take this class without thinking about it? So you're thinking about. <laughs> <laughs> you're thinking about not having to think about distractions while you're thinking about I mean, as distractions. As I'm walking into the class, as I'm okay. walking into the I'm class. I'm talking yeah, real yeah, yeah. time. In real time in the class. At my, I'm hopefully not thinking about anything. Why is that? Because you're distracted by the movement. But yeah, it's taken okay, a while yeah, to yeah, get yeah. there, but we're getting there. <laughs> because most people, that's the, <laughs> that's what they show up for. When they show up to a faster pace, power vinyasa, mm, okay, yeah, yeah, or something yeah. like that, they don't want to think. Right? Mm -hmm. So we're moving, we're distracting ourselves. I'm not thinking about what's for dinner. I'm not thinking about what happened at work earlier. I'm not thinking about XYZ that's going to happen. Right? Catch up with that person. I'm not really thinking about much, but maybe I'm thinking about the person that's next to me or something like that. It's Mm -hmm. more immediate, right? But then when we stop and you sit down, after and if you're taking a class where they make you know they offer you the opportunity to sit in a meditation, mm-hmm. what happens to your mind? Mm, it all comes rushing back in. Boom! It's a flood yeah. because now you're thinking about all of those things. You know, 
what happened in class? Did I do it right? Oh, I could have done better. Blah, blah, blah. What's happening for dinner? Oh, I forgot to buy this. Can we get this show moving? Because I've got places to be. Right. So when we sit, your mind floods. Mm -hmm. Okay? My, My recommendation is that when you sit, it's okay to acknowledge those thoughts. Like this idea of consciously trying, again, that word, to push those things away creates more tension in your system. Mm -hmm. Gets the heart rate up, gets the breathing up. A thought comes into your mind, I need to make meatloaf for dinner. Fine, that's a thing. Let it go by. (laughs) Let it pass by. Don't think about all the parts that are in the meatloaf and sit and fixate, fixate on meatloaf yeah. for your meditation. Realize that it, that thought exists. Go, I see you there. I'm going to put you to the side. Mm-hmm. And just gently wave it away. Do you remember me telling you about how my panic and anxiety attacks would just come crashing in when I would try to meditate? Yeah. Yeah. And how I, like... I would sit still and the anxiety, that feeling like deep in like the very bottom of your heart and in your lungs would just come rushing back and I would get heated almost. I'm sitting pretty still. I would just start feeling anxious. And a lot of it was you're not moving. You're not actively doing anything. The world is going to come crashing in if you don't get up and go and... I don't feel that anymore, but I remember really struggling with the anxiety of allowing myself to just be there. You're not alone there. I mean, I can't tell you how many students walk through my doors. We go through, you know, the asanas. We get we get finished. We come down. We find a way in Shavasana, and they're fidgeting the entire time. <laughs> Like what? What are you asking me to do? You're asking me just to lay here and do nothing? What's wrong with you? You know, I've got there's so many things I've got to be doing right now. I don't have time to be laying around. Mm-hmm. Um, and and if I'm honest, that's one of the things that I really don't enjoy about Western yoga instruction. There's too much onus on movement. Yeah. There's too much. Um, thinking about working on developing more movement um, and this idea of um, physical flexibility. That's not what this is about. Mm. It's about mental flexibility, the space between your ears and giving yourself the opportunity to be still. Like calming yourself down and being still. Because, yeah, being quiet, being still, being alone with your thoughts is scary. (laughs) Because there's some weird things that pop up there, right? Mm -hmm. There are some weird things. But when you start to process them, give yourself the opportunity to process them, then you kind of like, oh, you don't give it so much weight. Right. But if we're constantly distracting ourselves with movement or running around or doing all of these things, we never give ourselves space. And I've had students come to me like, well, if I'm not moving, I'm not living. (laughs) Yeah. What kind of life is that? Yeah. You know, I mean, it's just a hamster on the wheel. 
There's so much freedom in being still. Oh, it's such a, a freedom of letting all of that feeling, that need to go and move and do, to try and just be in the moment of stillness. Oh, stillness is so hard, but it is just, it's magic. Yeah, and I think, you know, I think there's some, I mean, what kind of emotions come up for you when you when you find yourself being still? Or early on, were they? Er, oh, early on. <clears throat> um, it w- I, I would start to feel, I mean, there were some raw things, some healings, old, I mean, trauma, if you will, really old childhood trauma that would come up. And through my dedication to the discipline of meditating every day, um, I went through this process of identifying that childhood trauma and seeking out a way that I thought might actually close the door on it, mm-hmm. it a, a tangible thing. You know, I went online and I found something that would have solved, you know, this or closed this door. And, and, and through these moments of stillness, I found myself one day just like it just like washed over me. It was just, it was done. And I no longer felt the need to pursue that door mm-hmm. to not only open it, to yell inside it and slam it shut. And releasing that was very powerful to me. But it only, it only worked when you um, continued to show up. And whether you knew it or not at the time, you weren't trying. I wasn't trying. I was just, I was, I was implementing the discipline of the ritual of meditating because I knew it had a need, it had a purpose, yeah, but I did not focus on what that purpose was. I just knew it. Yeah, and I think that's the that's the thing. It's just when you show up with no expectation, mm-hmm. don't try, and see what happens. Okay. So don't try. Don't try. Thanks for listening. You can follow us on Instagram and Facebook at No N O Expectations, the podcast. And there you'll find a link in our bio to our Spotify where we will be posting new episodes. You can message us your questions or comments. We'd love to hear from you. Please like and share our podcast with your friends and family. Thanks for joining us on this conversation.